0: What's going on, Uncle?
1: How's it going? I'm doing very well. I'm doing very well. Hold up, hold up. Finally, <laughs> good to see you. <laughs> it's good to see you, man. It's great um, to Ramon, see you. Ramon, Ramon, you're supposed to be joining us on the show. Welcome to the Neoliberal around Podcast. Today we celebrate one year. Today is July 17th. And I have with us, um, I actually decided to, join, to have joined me a couple persons, probably one or two persons. Sheldon McKenzie, you can say hello, Sheldon. Great to be here. It's great to be here. Um,
0: first of all, thank you for uh, inviting me in this momentous occasion, and um,
1: looking forward to the conversation. Yes, yes, definitely. And um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Sheldon. He's my nephew, of course, but he's not young. He's not a youngster. He's a mature young man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Very much you are an academic, you know, doing his masters. Where are you
0: doing your masters? I'm actually uh, doing my MBA at Rutgers University. So, um, and uh, that's I took a little time uh, away from an exam study to to make some time for you. So. Um, oh. Instead. Yeah. Then you can give me like.
1: You just heard. At the beginning, Sheldon McKenzie, who actually spent about 44 minutes to ask me a range of questions about the neoliberal corporation and neoliberal round podcast, which um, we will get back to that in a few minutes. But just before we get into that. Ronaldo McKenzie and I am Dante Nelson. This is the Neoliberal Round podcast. Today we are one year old and to mark our anniversary, Sheldon McKenzie interviewed me about the podcast and the Neoliberal Round and the Neoliberal Corporation and explored what's next with the podcast and with Ronaldo McKenzie, yours truly. Now we published our first podcast on the Anchor platform entitled Prelude to the Beginning on July 17th, 2021. We have since published 74 audio episodes with a few bonus video shows that's available on the Spotify platform. We are a news commentary podcast that is all about making popular what was the monopoly, which is the aim of communication as we seek to serve the world today to solve in tomorrow's challenges which is what the nailable Corporation is all about we will get into my in <laughs> no you can't what were you going to say that was the clash there <laughs> i was responding to it just saying yes it is indeed and that's what the nailable Corporation is all about serving the world today and you and you might you're going to hear me talk about that um um, when I, when, when, um, and you were at the interview actually, you listened listening, you were there when um, I would being interviewed just a few minutes ago, live and then video by Mr. McKenzie. And um, but um, we will get into my interview on the show today. But before that, we will have break, we will have breaking the ice with Dante Nelson, and then Shelton and then Sheldon interviews me after the interview i will add a recording from the first podcast show entitled prelude to the beginning that's the one that we did on july 17th that's only that's not that's only available on the anchor platform but we will have it available for you we will have it available for you on this episode so after you have the breaking the ice then you have the interview sheldon interviews me interviews me so instead of i am instead of me interviewing i am being interviewed and then right after that you'll hear the first show that we did the prelude to the beginning which is only like about 16 minutes long now thank you so much and and just so you know we are a top ranked and growing and growing podcast with listeners worldwide and we provide a staple of information for everyone the neoliberal round is free and you can subscribe and or donate at https colon forward slash forward slash anchor.fm slash the neoliberal slash support. And as we celebrate one year, we invite you to donate to the show what in whatever amount you can so that we can continue to provide free and cutting edge in show that is top notch and well researched. Thank you so much for being a valued supporter of this podcast. And the sky is the limit for us as you join with us. Coming up next, breaking the ice with Dante Nelson. Listen as he get as he tries to break this ice. And then after that the interview with Sheldon McKenzie Dante there was a there was a plane. I don't know but United Airways, one of them big commercial planes that was Carrying passengers, about 200 passengers, okay. on a commercial flight, and that was going, and it was going to Jamaica, and the plane was traveling between the passing between the continent of the US, or the continent sorry, the continent of the continent of America, and the continent of Europe. But the plane went down between the continent of of America and the continent of Europe. Where they bury? Where they bury the survivors? think it would be you know either or you know that the men are buried but like then again what would they do yeah. you got to put yourself in their perspective whose perspective <clears throat> the <laughs> but i mean you know the men that are uh, that's making that decision on yeah. you know uh going here with a whole barrel and yeah. you know. where would you okay if you had the decision what, what would where would you bury them That's a good decision traveling between the continent of america and europe well me being me yeah i would say wherever they were at <laughs> let them stay like, there and bear with them, you know, and I nice, comfortable, you know, area so they can rest yeah, yeah. You know, and go to the next, mm. next life. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm not just going to waste time with the sun. Yo, this be- is quite interesting, <laughs> but I mean, I'm going to ask you the question again, a plane, a commercial jet plane, you have 200 passengers traveling between the continent of America and the and and Europe. The plane went down, the plane crashed. Where do you bury the survivors? <laughs> oh I thought they were dead. <laughs> yeah. You That's don't bury the survivors, right? I thought they were dead. <laughs> <laughs> the <plane pray>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a trick question. It have you you know remember when I asked you the question earlier? It's like it have you you're not thinking it have you thinking, so this is actually a warm up exercise. Your mind was somewhere else. You know yes. what I mean, right? We see the last part again. The, the <laughs> plane crash. The plane crash. You Where they bury the survivors? Okay. You don't bury the survivors. Okay. <laughs> well, I did say. It. But trust <laughs> me, I've asked this question. I said, "Well, I below the give you the answer though. I mean, like, well, well I find a way. The, from one guy said, "I found a way." The families from. Yeah. And well, then the using you know, the information from the, the airlines, and you We're know, <laughs> this is what I was like, I was right there. This, you're listening to the Nearly Burn Round podcast. <laughs> this is Breaking the Ice with Dante Nelson.
0: What's going on, Uncle? how's it going? I'm
1: doing very well. I'm doing very well. Hold up, hold up. Finally. (laughs) Good to see you. (laughs) It's good to see you, man. It's great to see you. Ramon's supposed to be joining us on the show. Welcome to the New Liberal Round podcast. Today we celebrate one year. Today is July 17th. And I have with us, um, I actually decided to join to have joined me. A couple persons probably one or two persons sheldon mckenzie you can say hello Sheldon. great to too. be here
0: it's great to be here um first of all thank you for uh inviting me in this momentous occasion and um
1: looking forward to the conversation yes yes definitely and um i'm going to tell a little bit about sheldon he's my nephew of course but he's not young he's not a youngster he's a mature young man Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Very mature and academic, you know, doing his masters. Where are you
0: doing your masters? I'm actually uh, doing my MBA at Rutgers University. So, um, and uh, that's I took a little time uh, away from an exam study to
1: to make some time for you. So, um, oh, like I said. yes, and you can give me like ten minutes because uh, you know, <laughs> my my is not with us. I don't think he is. No, not um, not as yet. Well, that's fine, but um, we're happy to have you. So, this is the nail of our own podcast, and we started, as I said, July 17th. Today marks one year ago that we started the podcast, and let me tell you how we got this started. I blogged, and if you listen to the podcast, you might hear me say, I, do a, I, I started blogging in 2010, and I started um, with Blogger News or blogspot.com, which was com. And at the time, I also started University of Penn in 2010. But um, Barack Obama was president at the time. I actually looked at what I did um, um, on today, July 17th. And I think there was some kind of law, um, too big to fail law that Congress gave um, that they were deliberating on about about, um, regulating derivatives and so on and so forth. And um, we I think I had said that I don't know if it's gonna work it it's gonna affect people's credits I don't know if that actually happened I think that happened some years ago and also on today July 17th what happened oh I think Gaza Israel Israel um, invaded Gaza mm-hmm. <laughs> yes I think what well, some years ago was it 12 years ago today or six years ago I can't remember I saw that a couple of years ago but and of course today the neoliber around podcast started but I started blogging. And um, I stopped for a little bit after I graduated from Penn. But then I started again when I realized I was going to publish a book. Um, About two years, in 2018 or 16, I started back up the blog. um, And then somebody said, why don't you do a podcast? And I'm like, no, it's too expensive. But they sent me the link. My fan, one of my fans sent me the link. And uh, now I have over 70 episodes. Over 70 episodes we've interviewed so many different people. So, you know, I'm going to let, I mean, today I would, you know, I'm gonna let Sheldon, you know, take it over. Sheldon, um Sheldon actually also inspired me because I heard he and some of his friends were with a podcast. And I think I said, Oh, you do podcast? I'm thinking about doing one. But you on know Oh wait, you did a oh, wait, you did a podcast on Anchor?
0: It was actually on Anchor, so this is this is why it was very uh coincidental.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but no, it was uh so so just to kind of take it back to to you know to what you spoke about in in your beginnings and how you started to uh, engage some of these conversation. I think a lot of the geopolitical um, situations that you spoke about, it's funny because you can literally put 12 years ago and put it to right now where we are and kind of still being in the same, not the exact situation, but the same type of, uh, Uh, geopolitical environment very especially today with the with the tense situation that we're dealing with so it's a lot of parallels that that we're finding so i guess even now you can probably look at those papers and 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 writings that you've done and and kind of link those pieces so that's that's one part of it and and yeah i mean you know just to speak on the platform itself um as a podcast i think it's, it's a very interesting way that a lot of, uh, I think, academic writers, such as yourself and a lot of, um, I'll, I want to say, political thought and, and theorists have, have really gone out and, and really get their, the word out of that, you know, yeah. their ideas out, uh, I guess, in a more broadened spectrum. Because a lot of, you know, 20 years, 50 years ago, your works would have been in textbooks and just limited to that academic field. Yes, and, yeah, I did. I think, you know, when you look at that space, um, I think today a lot more people, and that's a, that's a part of modernization, you know, the common man coming to to, to information in, in certain mediums that they really wouldn't have had 50, 40, you know, 100 years ago. So I think that's a one, one of the great things about, you know, not just the internet, but the online uh, avenue that you have here at the podcast. I'm not saying you are a common man no, by no sense of the imagination, but I would say someone as someone as, um, if i venture into the, the world of ignorant about certain topics that you speak about can have, can find your work and really um think and, and and have a lot of discussions about things that we weren't really thinking about some uh four yeah. years ago so it's it's a really good good um good medium really good medium and anchor obviously i, I just it was just coincidence <laughs> yes,
1: i did not know that you were an anchor as well you do you still
0: have your podcast I still, so we still have the uh the page we still have everything we kind of we took a break hey life happened people got married and having kids and Everyone yeah. just completely stop mm-hmm. and you know that's something where and that's why I can say you know being a part of that anchor community I know the type of work that you have to put in to, to keep up that consistency that you have yeah. and yeah. you know I think your job is way harder than my job see uh, my platform was completely for jokes completely for entertainment uh, and okay. you know yeah. finding what you what you've done with your platform um, is really remarkable in the sense that you are reporting on on these um, geopolitical things you are reporting on, on, on the news as it is and and offering commentary but also because you're a writer and and because you have a lot of these thoughts and ideas you you've had to present these ideas yeah. and and be brave because you've had to not just defend it in the way you move but also in, in, in the way you present it and being very having an integrity about the type of news that you are that you uh, are you know, uh, display and even present to your audience. So it's it's you. Like I said, you have a really more difficult job than I had. I mean, I was talking about pop culture, which is so much easier. You know, I felt like I was e entertainment or one of these you know <laughs> uh, side <laughs> trivial bloggers. But it's definitely a realm that I I think it's a brave realm to be in that, that you are in right now, and 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 I and I really appreciate it, and it's something that I I tune into on my way to work and and, and right before I listen I to to the to the Wall Street um, views and and really just trying to keep that sense because a lot of what you talk about is is does have some parallels from a not just a theoretical or conceptual but definitely practical sense you know a lot of the things that that's happening um, in the geopolitical scene is connected to what's Wall Street you know you spoke about the too big to fail um, really the too big to fail uh, I guess deal or um, you know it was one of the quote-unquote babies of barack obama's administration and looking at where banking is is today and and the financial field and 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 some of the quote-unquote so-called mistakes that the fed made right um with with their some of their policies and and some of the monetary tightening that we're seeing now it's just remarkable to see and for me i was still in school so i'm reading it through the books and textbooks so now i'm living it so it's kind of like Okay, what's going on here? It's kind of like for a young professional like myself, it's a big shock. So, um, yeah. so I guess I guess that's a that's a good good segue into what I kind of wanted to to discuss with you. You know? Yes, definitely. Go ahead. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'm if your I'm not sure if your your audience knows, but Ronaldo is has always been a very competitive person, um, and. <laughs> You know, yeah. whether it's being on the on the theater of athletics, whether it's been debates, like you are consistently competitive, even even in a simple board game. We don't like yeah. to play board games at our house because it gets to like Olympian level. <laughs> um, but <laughs> yes, <that laughs> I think true. I think you know, based on that personality and and that, and that um, characteristic about yourself, and going going back to what I said about being having that braveness to 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 not only present your ideas just but also to defend it how did how did that competitiveness um or quality that you have like give you how did that help you in your in your journey with the podcast and really getting your ideas out there
1: yes uh um, you're right i'm very competitive uh because i'm a twin and you know i'm a twin (laughs) and you're a twin yeah (laughs) i am a twin and he was i was talking to somebody today actually my twin brother was he was much better at me at sports, at every single sport. Um, it doesn't matter what sport it is, he's gonna dominate me. And if he is new to the sport and I've been in there for a while, but he takes up for the first time, he beats me. You know, so I was always, you know, so I decided I said, okay, I can't beat my twin brother at the. But I already, I was so I was already competitive. But um, and I'm from Jamaica, of course, and um, they have that competitive spirit. Track and field, and we used to do track a lot so i think trying to to excel um so that's where the competitive edge came come from because i'm always competing with my twin brother and even up to as we got older and we have he was in hr we both were in hr we competed um then he did finance i did finance we competed uh, his branch versus my branch we are we are always competing so i think that has helped me to push because you know and because i want to make the new world podcast one of the number one top ten Podcast and news commentary, and right now we were uh, in February we were we were like in the top ninety in Canada on the Apple platform, but now we're on Amazon Music, and um, Amazon just invited me to be an influencer, and um, we are also now on Radio Public, we are uh, which is in Canada and the US and all over the other world. We're on Apple Podcasts, it's of course Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcast, Stitcher, Pod, um, Podvine, P A Adverb. We are. I mean, we are on. We are on almost every single, and I keep working and putting out content, and it's not easy, as you said. It's a, So I compete with myself as well, and not only that. You know, when I did, I also wanted to publish publish my book. So, you know, somebody said to me, "Why? I, you know, I'm an old person. I want to hear you. I can't really read what you write. Can you?" So at first, when I started the podcast, I was probably reading some of my writings, and but then eventually it morphed into. Creating original shows and interviewing people, and so the shows have so that has helped me, you know. And I'm very competitive. I'm very spiritual. I'm a man of faith, although I don't believe in any one particular faith. I believe that I believe faith is a personal matter. If you believe in conservative Christianity, that is, I that and if it's valuable for you, I say all power to you. And um, so I respect all people's faith. All people's spirituality you know if if you believe that if that's what i believe in but if you believe in cow worship i i respect that too that's how i am i've come to right. value that everything is personal yeah. and um but you know the podcast is i've learned i've met so many different people i've learned a lot about digital technology i've learned so much Man, it's a tech podcast is a great way to promote yourself to promote your if you're going into business And I said to people, you know, the greatest thing that has happened is that for for movement and for people all over the world is the decentralization of information. And right now, I was reading that that everybody's calling for the defunding of NPR. People want NPR to be defunded because NPR just announced a new disinformation team. So now they have a team and their their focus is on uh, disinformation or removing disinformation and so on and so forth. And people are thinking that it's attacking Donald Trump people or the people who attacked January six, the January 6th insurrectionists, or it's attacking um, Republicans or conservatives or or whatever the case might be. But what I what I have said is, is that um, I don't believe we should... I don't believe in this um, fighting... Well, I believe again. I don't believe in disinformation. I don't believe in this inf- I don't believe in um, selling false information and so on. But I don't believe we should regulate it, I think, you know people should have, people should have critical thinking skills and to be educated enough to say what is news and what is not news people you know people but because what is what is helping me and so on because they have these because of social media information is now decentralized the, the monopoly there's no monopoly so this is the podcast creates a great opportunity podcast is really revolutionary man and yeah so that's i mean I'm, i talk about a lot of different stuff just now <laughs> no no know. um you know it's
0: it's it's good to hear that. And, and you know, I, like I said, I know you are competitive and I know that, you know, when, when you are that competitive and, and there's so many different avenues, like you said, so many ways to get your, your information out and, and you keep meeting yeah. people. I guess that leads into my next question, which is how do you, you know, keep yourself focused to one central vision and, and one central point? Basically, what is your vision for, for the platform? for the platform and for yourself and do those really align um holistically. So the platform podcast might have a you know a different trajectory or a different path that you want to go to, but you as a person, you know, you're just more than you're more than the platform. You know, if yes. the platform wasn't there, the podcast was there, you'd still be trying, you know, you still yes. try to like get your information out. So how how, how do you see those being a, what's the vision of your for yourself and the and the and the platform? And I'm kind of having some technical issues here i think i um that's why i'm kind of like
1: yeah. looking
0: at you all weird if i am but um well you're
1: turned you're turned a bit sideways so you're like, so you're like i am like, sideways uh, now oh yes, my goodness. well i'm not <laughs> sure what's going on so but um but that's fine this probably we're gonna have audio I, would, I wish i have i'm probably gonna do video probably fix it but yeah that's a good point you made um i mean that's a very good question i never the podcast has gotten to a level where I didn't intend it actually you know we've gotten a lot of followers a lot of fans a lot of people are listening to the podcast or watching we have a few video if you if you have Spotify some of the podcasts can be seen on video but anything else is spotting is an audio um, but um, but the podcast has really done a lot I'm, I'm just giving God, thanks for the podcast. I've learned a lot about myself, what I can do. I've discovered new things about myself and, um, the podcast is part of the neoliberal corporation. The neoliberal corporation is a think tank, news commentary, digital and social media company. We, um, it's a publishing company. When I started, when I published my, my book, the book is published through Palmetto, but with my company as well, the neoliberal corporation, and it's also a research company. And right now I'm working with somebody to publish their book um and helping with research and, and you know so so the podcast provides a great opportunity it's a part one aspect of what i do one aspect of the neoliberal corporation. so it's not the only thing i do you know we also have the neoliberal commentary that's in Latin. we also have blogs we i also have the neoliberal posts toward the caribbean journal we have several journals and feeds i have a lot of research so it's a, it's a whole news Bank, in a sense and um, opportunities people can access information and resources about mentoring about acad- academia and other stuff I'm working on so see so the podcast is one aspect and I will continue to grow the podcast and what I want to do is the podcast will remain free um, I right now it's it's mm. free of cost to listen to the podcast um, we are on Apple I think I was gonna but we also do another segment called uh, street vibe so my plan was to do where we go into the public and talk to people. So I'm thinking having the street vibe is still, is, I'm going to make that into subscription, turn that into some kind of subscription. People have to get a subscription for that. But all the other episodes are free. I'm not thinking about that. Or probably have to So, but I'm not sure yet because I believe that I believe in information being activated, people should be able to access information. So we are hoping that people can continue to donate to the show so that we can grow. We want to have our own podcast studio. Um, we want to hire other people to work with us. We want the podcast to be major. We, I want to turn the podcast into something major. Or, you know, I want would love to have a major news agency sponsor us, or pick us up, And uh, but we will continue to put, um, and I'm an academic, I'm a researcher, I'm a doctoral student, I do research. So the content that we, that I put out, it's top-notch, it's well-researched, and I always say, it's, you know, the information is is, i provide a particular perspective but it's not only my perspective there are other perspectives so my goal so you know i really appreciate the podcast uh my goal is to go to the next level i want to have i hope to have president uh, president obama on the show i hope to have lebron james on the show i hope to have president um, joe biden on the show and reach out to him i hope to have a Stephen a smith to kevin harrington i hope to have you know, you know, I powerful people on the show because everybody, you know, podcasts have an interesting listeners. So People are not really listening to radio and TV as much. People are listening, listening or watching podcasts and streams. That's what people are. People are streaming now. That is the way of the future. That is where, that's where people put out information. And, um, and, and by the way, if people, if you want to, if you have an idea, the first thing you're going to do, you have to establish a presence. One of the ways you establish a presence is through podcasts or through blogging, is through social media. Take advantage of the opportunities and the fact that information is decentralized through these things. It's a great way, but right now they're trying to re-regulate it. I'm against regulating these um, social media, alternative media. I'm against that completely. If people go on Twitter and they don't like what they see, click block. You have that. (laughs) So actually, actually, that's a a good point.
0: that yeah. you you uh, made about the regulation of social media um on that point i do have i do have a question that i want to ask you is um and i think we've spoken about this in, in text message it seems that yeah. it seems that social media specifically twitter which i i i think i have like 10 twitter accounts and i've removed them five times and come <laughs> and gone back on the platform it's just yeah. something it's it's a messy platform to me um but i still come back i don't know why um, I guess I'm back to the name. So, the question I wanted to ask um, in in the environment or the ecosystem or the app or I, I'd say the social environment that is social media, do you feel like there is a singular push towards a? Um, I said, uh, how can I put this? Uh, I guess it's a more of a radical leftist, or maybe it's the the yeah really like that more like is there a push towards radical leftist type ideas where any or it's a lack of of, there's not two sides of the conversations on social media like you and i can't get into a debate where we have different ideas where i'm more conservative and you're more liberal i don't see a lot of those happening where i see a lot is the the conservative um ideas and and discussions or debates are being really censored and muted on social media versus for in favor of the left um do you see that as an issue or is that something where it's just a changing and it reflects the change of a a generation where um gen you know mostly gen z and and millennials younger millennials are are more left-leaning than 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 the other
1: uh Social media you have to that's a very good point you made you see you're probably going to help you're helping me answer the question already because (laughs) yes genji young younger people millennial or post millennials, they are just more about fashion and looking good and smelling good and enjoying life and social media and digital media and yes they are very liberal and very left leaning. so so should so social media caters to that kind of crowd, so I guess that is why social media is kind of trying to muting those kind of discussions, which I am against, I am for. It affects what this country is built on, freedom of expression, you know, people, and then of course people get hypersensitive about, about you know, about certain topics. Things certain topics and extremism, so, like the people want to be responsible for encouraging or facilitating extremism or anything like January 6th. So people want to know, take more response, people want to be more responsible. So they so, say, you know what, we, we're not going to promote those things. So, you know, so I think so, so, and that is important, but at the same time, you don't want to take away people's free speech. So I think what needs to happen is that there needs to be healthy conversation people, uh, people uh, if people want to have um, right-leaning conversations and promote anti-abortion sentiments or abortion so whatever the case might be people should be allowed to do that um, because what happens is that they're gonna they create their own platforms and they create a, and create a platform for people and bring people to that and they don't know what other people are saying when you have a general platform like this then It creates a greater understanding. People become even more aware and you can still influence people in a sense. So I think you have to be careful that you are not censoring these conversations because they're going to create their own thing and people are going to find it and people will still be influenced. So it takes away from from what we're trying to do is to promote freedom of speech, take away the monopoly, this monopoly, because communication is to make popular what was the monopoly. there should be no monopoly Uh, so so I I am against liberals and and you know I'm against I don't yeah I'm not i I'm not I'm not left and I'm not right okay what I am I'm a critical thinker so there's some reasoning I listen to what I want to hear what people on the right are saying I want to hear what people on the left are saying so that I can come away with so that I can be a more rounded person you know and I can be more understanding say for example I said on the issue of abortion. Why can't the Liberals understand, why can just as you want to protect the ozone layer, or protect the Earth, okay, the same reasons, probably the same reasons that the Conservatives want to protect life, you know, in a sense, It's but they're talking across each other, you know. Right. So I believe it's very important for us to have the to, to leave them alone, let people talk, let people go crazy, but develop critical thinking. <laughs> say right? responsibly responsibly
0: yeah
1: yeah yes yeah, yeah, <laughs> no i i i um
0: it's a it's a, it's a sentiment you know i echo your sentiments in in the sense that i believe and you spoke about this about you know the transformation of the digital age in a sense where social media has become the new forum you know there's yeah. no we folks are going to social media more than they go to their town hall meetings that is so, true as i think about these things that you know being someone who studied history in my undergrad and think about you know back, you know i'd say nine 1900s and and before that was a way for people to write certain exposés and like really like explain their their ideas and how they think about things and even in churches they used to do that as well and really come together and get their ideas out but now today i believe Social media has taken that public forum. It's taken the face of that public forum. And and like you said, you know, limiting and muting it is kind of uh, detrimental to that, con- not just the constitutional right, but it's dangerous. Um, because yeah. what happens, and I think this happened in the last election where, you know, the the, le- the last two elections where people were surprised that Donald Trump won. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's because you muted the, the, the other side. You didn't know what other people were saying you know set across from you oh and by oh, the way i can see you now wow yes you look much better you look i still can't awesome. see you <laughs> <laughs> hopefully something happens here but no um i i definitely think it, you know social media is that forum and and yeah. i think there's gonna there's gonna be a time when the social media companies um, have to take that social responsibility and and understand that it's a public forum and and really begin to protect the rights of uh, freedom of speech so it's a it's a good I'm pretty sure this won't be the first time you're you're gonna engage that Um, I know you've talked about it in the past and and it's something that you know is a big topic of today one, I guess. I guess the final question, um, as we, as I run my time down, I'm not
1: sure how much time you have, but I, I is, think we only have 30 minutes for this podcast. So after a while, it's just going to go blank. So we have okay, probably so five minutes I, left.
0: Yes, I'll get, I'll get the last question out. So, yeah, I guess uh, Ronaldo McKenzie, mm-hmm. what would you have? What advice would you have given yourself on? July 16th, 2021, or in in retrospect, what would you ask, what would you, what advice would you have given yourself before you embarked on this podcast journey? You know,
1: when I, when I did my first podcast, I think it was midnight, it was like, (laughs) I, to be honest, I started the the whole platform and production January 16th. But I actually published it on January 17th. So okay. I actually started the whole process on the 16th. But I don't know. I was nervous about it. I wasn't sure what the expectations were. I, I didn't know I would have had 70 episodes. I thought I would have probably started it, and then that was it. In fact, when I, you know, so, just, you know, the day before I did my first podcast, I, I was thinking about my book because i had just published my first book neoliberalism globalization becoming Inequality, poverty resistance and i wanted an opportunity to talk about it but i also started teaching the jamaica theological seminary caribbean thought which is it's not really caribbean thought it's just a pan-african thinking a a way of thinking about thinking it's it's really critical thinking that considers caribbean and, and african issues so that was happening. So it was just so much was happening. Ideas were bursting in my head. I was writing and writing and writing, and I was blogging and writing, writing. And somebody just said, you've got to blog. Oh my God. You got, you have so much coming up. I was writing every day and somebody said, Whoa, dude, you got a lot of content. And somebody said, I mean, this, I can't, one person said I can't see. So, so in my head I was, but I was, when i got it together i had to think about the name i mean what do i want to name it and i thought about the neoliberal and people were saying what kind of name is that um one of the one of the persons that david fear who i just interviewed who is was going to be in the hd documentary eyes and the price said, i thought you were some crazy person anytime somebody hear the name the, the neoliberal they think i'm some ultra conservative ex- new of me new conservative extremist person you know, but um, I thought about, the nearly, but I thought about the strategy. I, I studied strategy, and this it nearly sounded, but it was so. But I was just looking forward to it. I was nervous. I didn't know what to expect. And um, trial and error, trial and error, and I learned a lot. And, as I and you even said, you comment, you, you're one of my first supporters on the show. You're you are saying, oh, Ronaldo, you're improving. I see it's coming together. <laughs> and so, I'm like, yes,
0: it is coming together so i guess i guess you know from those improvements um what's the main one that you you feel like if you had learned sooner rather than later it would have definitely uh gotten you to where you are you know if more efficiently or faster than, than you than you uh you yeah. actually oh, got there great.
1: oh i know how to edit go inside and i could i didn't know i could i put out some podcasts Mm-hmm. And my podcast is supposed to be clean, but there's one or two podcasts some words I did not want to be out. But I didn't know how to cut and go inside the audio clip and to flag and to cut that thing. And remove it and you can add an audio and put it in and then you can record on a recorder device and plug it in. Let me... I am telling you, I am a G on on you on on the Anchor platform. And I <laughs> love the the Anchor platform is amazing. So, you know, you can go in and you can edit and you can go. You could insert within a particular section. You know, I didn't. You know, I could, didn't know I could do all that. I, I thought once you put it in there and a whole chunk of it is there, it's just there. You can't edit. You can only no. end point start <laughs> you and end point. you can no? the time series
0: and then cut it out. Yep, yep, yes. I've done, I've done I, that. I yep. <laughs>
1: So now, of course. Now, go ahead. Yeah, so and um, of course, I learned that and how to monetize the the audio. I didn't know how to do the audio, but now I know how to do audio. We're still working on audio, but I think I'm going to be doing more audio moving forward. But um, uh, but yeah, I'm still learning though. But I'm still learning. We just made one year, so you know, I am. Um, I was torn with the idea of putting subscription, but I said no. Nah, I like the free. I like the free version. Make it free, people, to donate to us. Donate to us, guys. <laughs> and donate to us we have listenership all over the world we have over we almost reached about two thousand plays on just on anchor alone so that's so that's really good so um that's where we are We're, but, but we plan to put up more. i'm going to be speaking at the conference in san antonio texas at the um AGLSP, the association of graduate studies that's for liberal studies um so I'll be speaking there. The podcast will be there. But we're going to have a lot more shows. We hope to interview some other great people, but also regular people. We go to the streets and interview the, the small man on the street and the corner. We know we want to get yep. his opinion. <laughs> everybody, everybody who has a vote has an opinion, and everybody who have an and everyone that has an opinion will have a chance to come on this show. Okay, and we are close to the stories we see now
0: looking and i and i and i wasn't completely truthful because i do have i this is i promise this is my last one how what do you, what do you envision for your second anniversary so one year from now where do you see your platform and 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 really your the entire neoliberal um platform you know on the world stage what do you see what would make you happy as far as you know, a year from now to say,
1: yes, we've reached uh, that, that that two-year goal. Well, right now I'm trying to get, a, I've been working on um, getting a, a license, um, a press license. We have a press license right now. So we're hoping to get that because I've been interviewing people like, I've been interviewing people about stories that matters to people, stories that's very important. Um, interviewing presidential candidates and other political candidates and, you know I, I we need and I, I need access i need that kind of access like, you know i think that's that's the next big thing that we're working on um you know um what's the, what's the other part of the question you say i'd say what so the next thing
0: you're working on is the uh press license or, or media yes, license yes. now yes. A, is that something that would be satisfactory for the platform a year from now like that is the one defining thing that Year two,
1: celebrate the second year. Champagne's up, bottles up, <laughs> all good. I want more ads. I want more companies to recognize us and to approach us to do ads. That, you know, I want more people to do ads with us. um That's another big thing I want to be. I want to put up more, much more professional. Yeah, you, know, you know, the good thing about podcasts is you know, it's down to earth and so on. But at the same time, I want to also have a professional aspect to it. I want to have a studio, a nice studio where we, and we have, we can have people come in for, for guests, come in as guests and, and so on and so forth. I really want to take the shows to the next level. I even want to have some kind of studio audience inviting people to come and, you know, I want to open up the podcast to the public and, you know, I have a special time to the podcast, some podcasts we can come on and, be, and, and join us, have panel discussions and so on and so forth. I want to take it to the next level. So that's my plan for the podcast and continue writing. I have a book coming out and I have, I hope between now and next year, I have, I hope to have two more books that already have, I already have two managed, three manuscripts. Manage I just haven't, I'm not ready to release the books, yet, but we have the manuscripts already. Um, we want to have more discussions on my podcast, invite more guests. We're supposed to be getting people like Breadman, who's a rapper. I want to have some rappers in, um, on my podcast some musicians to talk about, what's going about music and uh, because music is very important music is affects people at the psychological level at the emotional level at, you know it affects us in a very intimate way and it's a uh, and it moves us it inspires us and so when we talk about what's going on in america and how we can bring about change you also want to think about musicians and i want to get musicians on here to talk about what can musicians do so i want to get people like hobson and i did a show about that looks at Ill Mind of Hobson 7, and he did a show. And, you know, I want to talk, I want to get some rappers and talk to them about what's going on, uh, you know, in our society and how they have a responsibility to create change and to inspire, to motivate. I want to get people like the people who are uh, game creators from the um, Grand Theft Auto, from the PS, from Sony to talk about gaming and how, what can we do, you know, you know, as a society, because this show that AIM the neoliberal corporation is serving the world today to solve tomorrow's challenges. And I say to you, guns don't kill people, people kill people. And so we have to look at human nature. And we look at, we have to look at society as a whole. And this podcast is part of the neoliberal corporation that look at a very, in a deeper level, how we can solve the, the problem of tomorrow by dealing with the problem of today and dealing with the challenges of today. And I talk about racism pseudo pseudoscience. You know how our as a society we are conditioned to think in racial terms and racial terms is detrimental to society and it's and i said look what's happening in russia look what's happened in the world look at what's happening with january 6th is because we have a particular way of thinking and so because we think that we are having we we are we we we, we are completely group identity yes exactly. and right that is the detriment what and, and i wrote an article in linkedin i said who rule? who ruled the world today um who uh I, who rules who rules the world william dumhoff in a 2010 book wrote a book says corporations rules america so who rules america the corporation but today i went beyond that by asking in the article who rules corporations china and and i said people thought i was crazy but now you look at uh, the feP the foreign policy and the associated press has a report that says the leadership in the in nato and the european the european union the leadership is shifting east it's more china and russia china and russia they and nice talk about the world having more we have to know, look at so when this podcast look at power look at strategy look at critical thinking look at Ways we can, you know, and I'm think and I talk about those kind of issues. I say we need to think more strategic. We need we need more young people to look at digital technology, and you know these countries in China and Russia—they are monolithic countries—and because they're monolithic, and how they think, they think strategically, and how they are utilizing strategy to affect a country like America, which is not monolithic. You know, you know, we we, we deal with so many issues on this show. I've talked about some of this stuff I've raised with you. And so, we, so, this show is relevant. And we talk about sports. We talk about purpose. Like I did a show on committed spirituality, which is great. We're helping people to find purpose, which is powerful. Um, you know, I so thought I did a show on period poverty that looks at how people are trying to end end period poverty, which helps to create poverty, which affects United Nations 2030 goal. Because here we are, women's menstrual cycle they drop out of school, they can't finish education, and what happens? it's let me tell you this show provides a staple of information and um and uh we hope to we hope to continue we hope to i know i hope to have you One of the goals of the show one of the is to have you on the show and for you to probably even have and for you to have your own guests and to have some of the episodes it's just you and your guests you know that's what we want to do in the future we want to have other get other co-hosts hosting the program putting out stuff and I can probably focus on producing and still coming Mm -hmm. on this show. But we are, we are, we want to do, we want to be a major news coming to agency with a different, not as, not like CNN, you know, but because we want to take the news to the people. We want to go, we want to go to the boardroom. We want to go to the white house but we also want to go to the streets. We we are very anthropological, very, academic as well, you know? So yes. (laughs) Well, that is, uh, that those are, those are,
0: lofty but definitely um realistic and, and, and smart goals to, to just be cliche and use the, the acronym um yeah. i definitely could see there being there, there's definitely a, a sense of direction and you're you're doing a great job in, in not just delivering the news but really uh, presenting solutions and i think that's that's what a lot of a lot of people are seeking nowadays and i think even you can do a simple search on on youtube and type in what's the ha- what's the secret of happiness or what can i do about this problem or some and then you get like yeah. a thousand you know search results because people are you know searching for purpose searching for solutions and and your platform yeah. is definitely one of those that that offer it and, and with high integrity so yeah. I-, I would say i would just end right there and say you know congratulations uh on your anniversary and yeah. um, definitely, when we when we get together, when we have the ability to get together in person, we definitely have to bring the champagne out and, and celebrate. Yeah, uh, yeah. So um, it, it's great to see you, and, and it's good 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 to catch up. And thank you for having me again on the show.
1: I, I look forward to to our future conversations. And yes, thank you so much. And just so you know, um, Mr. McKenzie, Sheldon McKenzie here. You know, he's also. He's also working, he's a, he's a financier, a junior executive. Are you a junior executive at some financial <laughs> So I, I am a junior banker at uh,
0: US Bank. Um, yes, so yes. I'm, I've actually recently celebrated five years, and it's it's been a great journey, and um, it's something yes. that I like. And as you know, uh, I, I also was a captain in the US Army, so uh, no longer uh, left my obligation. It was completed after 12 years. Oh, so. wow, OK. Yeah, so uh, a lot of things have happened and you know it's just uh definitely panning out well I think with with everything that I that I have going on with school and work so uh, like I said it's uh it's it's just it's a great opportunity for me to kind of you know sit back and 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 figure out the next steps of my my career and um, it's just great to see you and, and your inspiration and your journey that you're doing kind of wow. give me some direction too so Yeah, always
1: very catching up and you know, and I try to keep, you know, matter what I talk about in the podcast, I always bring it back to power, always bringing back to society, I always bring it back to, bring it back to issues that we talk about on this podcast. But, uh, but this podcast has really helped me when I was going through very difficult times. This podcast kept me going too, because, you know, it really helped me. So, uh, but it's great. It's great. It's great. It's great. And I, we're going to be doing more. This podcast, I can turn it around and, and take the information, turn it into a note, get notes from it and write another book. In fact, <laughs> but this is where we're going to leave the podcast. Thank you so much, guys. Um, we're hoping to have like Ricardo McKenzie, who is the one of the first podcasts with us on relationships. And many of you have been asking about Ricardo. We will have him on the show. My twin brother. We will have it guys. I know you guys are, are waiting for that time. We had him before. <laughs> All right, and that we, you will hear, you will get a chance to hear Sheldon again. Uh, we really appreciate you coming on and hosting this this show today. This no, is I the neighborhood podcast. Yes, and as you know, we are raising awareness. we try to promote tennis in neighborhoods. We give free tennis rackets out to people in neighborhoods. So if you have broken rackets or you have rackets that you're not using, send them to us at the neighborhood around at the neighborhood corporation or the neighborhood Nail, the around podcast. Email me at Renaldo C. McKenzie at gmail.com or the Neoliberal at Renaldo or Renaldo at the Neoliberal dot com. Uh, or you know, you can get with me at two six seven three one seven nine two zero two, which is the Neoliberal Corporation's phone number, and donate to us at https colon forward slash forward slash anchor dot slash the Neoliberal slash support. If you haven't supported us yet, ninety nine cents per month. 4 so 99 per month, whatever it may be. Look for that page and click on donate and share it with your friends and subscribe. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sheldon, and take care. Take care. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. Welcome. Was the interview with Mr. Sheldon McKenzie, who happens to be my nephew, and I was grateful that he spent the time in his busy schedule, in his busy schedule, to uh, sit down with me and to ask me some questions about the podcast and how it came to be, and um, and what's next. Uh, Coming up next on the podcast is the prelude to the beginning, where I will share with you a recording of our first show, which was done on July 17th, 2021. It wasn't a complete episode. It was about five minutes and it was entitled Prelude or Prelude to the Beginning. Here is the show right after this. Good night or good morning, everyone. It's 12.15 a.m. I am in Germantown, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, it is what day is today? Uh, let me check. Today is the 17th of um, today is the 17th of July, and um, I am doing my first podcast, which is which is a random introduction. I was, um, let me introduce myself a little bit. I'm Ronaldo McKenzie. And um, I have a website, um, and a company is called the Neoliberal Corporation, otherwise known as the Neoliberal, which is a think tank, uh, a publishing, social media um, entity, so to speak, which is, and we go by a slogan, which is serving the world today to solve tomorrow's challenges um but i wrote a book as well which is published it's called neoliberalism globalization income inequality poverty and resistance which was published in paperback first um on april 27th of this year but now the it's out in paperback it's also out in um, sorry it's out it's, it's it's out in um hardcover and in ebook we we did we completed the audible for the audibles and that should be out soon um i think in about two more days i'm just awaiting the acx team to approve it but um i i blog regularly um sometimes twice a day sometimes every minute sometimes every day but um and I blog about issues of power. I blog about issues that impact human the, the society. Issues of um, human values and ethics. I talk about sports, finance, Caribbean issues, just about any issue that you can think about. and. Um, I will tell you some more about myself, but um, this is going to be a very, probably a five-minute introduction. I will be having at least a weekly or daily blog, but this is my first blog. So um, I have a blog, a website, my own domain, it's, it's theneoliberal.com, and I, I have some followers. Uh, so one of my followers, or one of my followers on the website who read, who, Interacts and reads my blog. Um, sent me an email saying that um, she would love to, um, she'd love for me to start the blog. I, I mean, sorry, uh, sorry, a podcast. But I always thought that podcasts were, were very elaborate and difficult, and it requires a lot of financing. But then she sent it. Um, I get to, I came to understand by doing after she sent me that email saying how she. She follows the, the blog. She uh, and making and recommending that... Um, well, she said that she reads it a lot, but she can't. Her eyesight is going, so I suspect that she's an older lady. And she even sent me links to to start a podcast. And I've been thinking about starting podcasts for quite some time because there's so much I write about and talk about. And honestly, I am going to be using... Especially the the next couple of weeks and months, talking about the book. I'm launching the book on the podcast, lifting up certain topics, current topics and topics that I have already discussed about. That I discussed. Sorry. So I am inviting you to tune in to my blog, Um, and I hope that and you will share it with your friends. It's gonna be exciting. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be funny, it's gonna be academic, um, it's gonna be inviting, it's gonna be polite. You may feel uncomfortable, but not and never disrespectful, never disrespecting. Because if you read my blog, the neoliberal, uh, Renault C dot Renault C Mackenzie dot blogspot.com, you will see where I say, what is the ultimate of all things? The ultimate of all things is that we become one with all our individuality. This concludes the 74th episode of the Neoliberal Round Podcast. I am Ronaldo McKenzie. And I am Dante Nelson. What good?